check it out. Un-territory. Ain't nobody been there. You understand? Undiscovered. So call somebody and tell somebody. There's a new day, and there's also a new sheriff in the town. A lot of things will be exposed real soon. Love you. Be good. promoters welcome back to the uncharted territory podcast this is episode 97 and we've got a very interesting show for you tonight let's start off as we usually do uh, by introducing our panel i'm Corey olson i'll be uh, leading the way tonight uh, for this uh, lively discussion and the weather in the twin cities maplewood area uh pretty pretty nice not too humid warm you know kind of getting into those autumnal temperatures not quite at least at night and in the morning and, uh, and uh, you know, kind of getting darker a little bit early, which is very autumnal as well. Uh, but otherwise, you know, just a, a lovely couple of days here. Uh, school has started for me again, and uh, it's, good, it's good to be back. We had our first official day as we record this episode. Uh, so it's good to, good to be back, good to see students again, and good to be back in a little bit of a routine. Well, why don't we head over to Virginia and hear from Stu Lowry. Stu, how are you tonight? I'm great, uh, Corey. Point of order, autumnal mentioned twice. Is that two drinks? Is that, that part of the day? Very good. Yes. Okay. And remember, right. promoters, we do have the drinking game rules. We, need, we should review at some point. But yes, that would be two, two shots. Okay. Wonderful. Thank you, Corey. Uh, the weather today was pretty gross. Uh, it was close to 90. The humidity was absolutely awful. However, we had a cold front come through, and we're going to get a nice stretch of kind of... Uh, uh, High, or, or mid to upper 80 days, but low uh, low 60s, upper 50s at night with no humidity. So that's going to be a nice end of end of summer stretch for Virginia. Bring it on and uh, looking forward to the discussion tonight. Sounds sounds like there's some hope after the grossness. So very good. Well, let's check in with uh, Tim Dalton over in Buffalo, New York. Tim, what is crackalacking in Buffalo? Hey, Corey. Weather here has been uh, pretty good. Uh, today was nice. It was in the mid-70s, although we did get a really lengthy rain and then kind of rained on and off uh, all day. But the next couple of days are looking really nice. Going to be around the same temperature, mid-70s and uh, no rain and lower humidity. So should be uh, a, a great few days coming up here in, in Buffalo. Sounds like it. Let's go to Gilbert, Iowa and Chad Olson. Chad, what's new in Gilbert? My blood pressure. <laughs> things are not going well tonight we're trying to patch in our special guest and it's not going well i have a new uh, uh, zoom account and things are out of control i'm not sure what's going on but we'll we'll get it fixed and have him on very soon um and i also had a, a uh, encounter with a terrible driver on the way to this but other than that it's a great day it's our mom's 71st birthday Hooray! Uh, went with her out for dinner tonight uh, put a well uh, a Facebook wish for her and Nacho Barrera Ooh. wish card mama happy birthday. Who knows how many other dignitaries? I mean, it could literally be a cast of thousands, or it could be four. Um, oh, I just saw here that uh, Gennard Soli's wife has the same birthday as our mom. Oh, uh, there's four people I knew on Facebook. Oh, the Death Dealer's mom. Oh, 
has the same birthday today as our mom. So this is obviously a fantastic day to have a birthday. Yeah. Referee James Beard. Very good. That's all the famous people. But anyways. All right. Well, wherever. So James Beard wished our mom a happy birthday. Is that what you're saying? She did. James oh. Beard got on there and said happy birthday. Oh, very good. Promoter very good. Pete Beck. Brian Vanderwall liked it. Who else? Rich Engling from the CAC. Hmm. I'm just a name-dropping fool. Oh, Milton Alexander, who's not banned. He got to wish our mom a happy birthday. Stu, go ahead. Uh, today is also the birthday of Peter the Cruel. I just wanted to point that out, uh, who was a tyrant in Spain. I just oh. That's the only famous birthday I can find. Okay. Excellent. There you have it. All right. Well, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Stu. But he never made us nutty bars. He, he so he does, no. not, he does not count. No, no. <laughs> Yeah, it's very good. Yeah, it is our mom's birthday. Uh, my kids and I called her and uh, sang to her, so uh, we get to and we get to see her and and dad and Chad and Carter and Catherine all over the weekend. So it was a fun few days here. Well, speaking of fun few days, uh, we've had some announcements the last few days here in the uh, Phil Singer Games universe. Uh, last Wednesday, we had the uh, latest announcement for the best of the best of the Indies women's set, and I apologize if I'm mispronouncing the name. But we had the announcement of Janai Kai, um, uh, kind of a looks like a kind of a shoot style uh, wrestler. It says she's fought in blood sport and uh, wrestled in many of the independent promotions. And I'm going to be honest, I had not heard of her. Um, I'm, I'm very interested in seeing her. I think I think I would enjoy her style and seeing her wrestle, but I am not familiar with her. Um, gentlemen, anybody? Okay, I'm seeing some head shaking. So uh, no, oh, okay. <laughs> Well, congratulations uh, to, to Zeke or to whomever signed her and a uh, great name to have in the game and looking forward to seeing her card and sounds like she's very, uh, very adept at kicking. So we'll see, uh, see what that card looks like. Uh, from there, as of uh, last night, as of this recording for the War Games 2093 reimagined set, we have uh, the artwork revealed for U.S. Patriot. Of course, it's a very pivotal time in the in the career and history of Adam Blast slash U.S. Patriot. Um, I think think the drawing is a good one. Um, no no major complaints there. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, Stu, thoughts on the U.S. Patriot? I like the drawing. Of course, I am still holding out for Quasar until Quasar gets revealed. I'm not giving my thumbs up on this whole entire set. So uh, I did like the drawing on U.S. Patriot. I like the original drawing of U.S. Patriot. Well, wait a minute. Hold on. Hmm. Trying to remember. That was not, uh, 2093 might not have been the drawing. I'm no, sorry. that wasn't. There was, that wasn't you're thinking, a of, Snelly's, that, you're thinking yeah. of Snelly's 2097, yeah, which was it. outstanding. That was outstanding. I, I, I love that. I love that drawing. The 2093 drawing, not so much. But um, mm -hmm. I do like uh, I do like this drawing. I think it's pretty good. I think it's pretty strong. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Tim, what are your thoughts? You know, I, I like the drawing. I think Warner did a good job. Uh, I, I wish they could have reimagined that full body suit that, that goes like all the way up his neck. I mean, that, I, that always kind of looked like it would be horribly uncomfortable. And I, <laughs> I was kind of hoping that they would have maybe changed the outfit up a little bit. Yeah. But uh, but other than that, I thought it was a, a very, very good drawing. Good. And so, Tim, how would you how would you personally reimagine that outfit? I don't know. I'd, I'd get rid of it. I mean, because I think he had gloves before, but now it looks like yeah. it's all one part of the bodysuit and mm -hmm. it just, it he just looks awkward. Gloves. Yeah. Yeah. It, it just looks a little awkward. I don't know. I, I maybe I would have cut it off at the shoulders and let him, you know, show off the guns. Mm -hmm. um, 
you know, or done, done something a little different, maybe done like a singlet, you know, type thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I don't know. I, I just, that was the one thing that kind of caught me is it just looks like an awkward thing to wrestle in. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. I think but, he unzips the bodysuit and then he has a star spangled singlet underneath. Oh, I like that. But I, I like agree. That. His current look, he looks very superhero-y. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and as far as uh, promoter prime, at least uh, from our side of things in the legends team, uh, no announcements yet. Um, we are working on the stats. We have been uh, looking at photo references for the three legends that'll be released for quarter three, three for three. We will have, uh, we have some great names. Uh, there is a connection uh, with the, uh, the most recently released Trego Stez Hall of Fame three, three set. And uh, I think there'll be some great names. Uh, some promoters, I think, have guessed some of them already. Uh, but, uh, you know, it'll be, it'll be a, a fun group uh, once they're all announced. I think that people will be happy. All right, well, now we're going to go to some separately recorded audio of an interview we did with longtime promoter and faithful listener, Kevin the Butcher. Uh, Kevin's going to uh, announce some news that relates to our last episode and the uh, LOW color draft and the WWWA. So let's go to that audio right now. All right, everyone, we're super excited tonight to welcome to the show part of the uh, Legends Draft and truly a, a living inspiration for us to, to pursue a, a 2022 draft, Mr. Kevin the Butcher, who's the hottest free agent in Champions of the Galaxy Resident Wrestling podcasting right now. A bidding war broke out. We got him first this week. Next week, he's going to be on some other podcast who has not had nearly as many episodes as us. So, Kevin, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me, sir. Appreciate it, guys. Yeah, you bet. So tell us a little bit. Um, you know, we kind of gave you the the pick, the pick of the leftovers. Uh, and uh tell us about first, maybe like what's the name of the promotion, where you're gonna run, have you determined that yet? And then we'll kind of go through your roster. Well, living in Columbus, Ohio, you know, it's the heart of it all, Heartland, but I can't use that. Dave Little's got it, even though he moved to Wisconsin. So pretty much the first wrestling I ever saw was out of Detroit. So I'm going to call mine big time wrestling. Oh, very good. Very good. And I mean, you could run in Heartland because, you know, Dave Little is not recognized by the WWA. That is, <laughs> that is true. The, the other thing I got to I got to say, though, is, you know, if, if, if you're if you're in Columbus, dude, you got to go to Logan, Ohio and play Wormburner Park Golf. But that's just me. We'll get is back that, to that later. OK. <laughs> it's not that far away okay so so big time wrestling you're going to be based out of detroit are you going to hit some of the other towns in the circuit some of those ohio towns as well well i'm going to be based where i live columbus but the main three cities for me is going to be detroit columbus and pittsburgh oh very good, very good. and you know pretty much cincinnati dayton mm-hmm. and okay. cleveland very good cool how many uh have you decided how many titles you're going to recognize yeah i was looking at what got titles you guys had the u.s and so i was just going to go with the title in georgia even though that's not my promotion but what i'm going to have the national heavyweight champion and the national tag team champions very good very good i like it those are uh yeah good historic titles yeah, you know, and if you'd like to maybe trade later for Thunderbolt Patterson to come through and make a swing and a run at those, we can probably work that out too. <laughs> there you go. All right, well, let's get to your roster. Um, we're we're going to talk about it later on the show, 
but we'll I'll just kind of go through some of these guys and and where there's some pairings or some you know tag teams groups we'll hit that otherwise we might kind of go individually with a lot of these guys so uh first off again this is just kind of an alphabetical list we have Adrian Street what what made you grab him I just like a exotic Adrian Street yeah I mean just looking at the whole list I didn't have well i shouldn't say i didn't have much to choose from because there was a lot of guys on there but he was definitely in the top 32 <laughs> of all the guys you picked he was one of them yep all right very good well and you have other guys who like you have danny hodge oh uh, yeah you have ryan fenton uh john pesic so you got some guys who could kind of work a kind of a uh, legit shoot style between those guys and all of them would probably make a weight limit for a junior heavyweight title. I guess I'd have to double check Rod Fenton's weight. And I think Pesic would be under a, a junior heavyweight limit. Yep. Not yeah. And I, I, yeah, I would think so. And, and, you know, it, it's, it's good too. You got some good hardcore type guys. So you've got that kind of going, um, you know, you got a, you've got a good mix. I mean, you've got, there, there's a lot of, you know, real talent on the roster. I, I will say. You know, it's funny you mentioned those two guys together because that's who I thought I was going to have a program with when I start first was going to be Danny Hodge and John Peshik. Uh-huh. That would be good. That would be good. So, you know, other guys you have, um, some more maybe modern guys, uh, or, or <laughs> not now because we're old, but they, they were the most modern we have. Uh, guys like Al Snow, Chris Candido, uh, Justin Credible, Steve Carino what uh and oh obviously rob van dam rob van dam too yeah. yeah what what attracted you to those guys ecw i wish i could go deeper but oh yeah rob van dam was the top and that's why i chose bill alfonso to go with him so i'm kind of lacking in the faces but even with that I, i'm still going to have rvd heel to start yeah. with, with fonzie okay because I was going to say Hodge would be good, um, you know, but some of the guys, you know, and, and, you know, all these guys probably at one point or another in their career worked face and worked heel. Right. So, you know, you've, you've probably got some leeway, but I, I understand, you know, overall, I think other than, a, you know, some of the, some of the guys we've signed recently, I mean, especially early on, this was a very heel heavy type game. Yep. Right. Like so guys, I. I really don't have a home for yet that I drafted is mm -hmm. like Fritz von Goring, terrible Turk, Chris Candido, Brutus Peefcake, who I was going to team with B. Brian Blair and call him the killer bees, real original. I know, uh -huh. but I traded B. Brian Blair. So Brutus is kind of just out there right now. And Al Snow, they're the guys I got written down here that I really don't have plans for. So to start out. You know, I think I used Beefcake and Candido as a tag team once, actually. It's kind of, a, you know, pretty boys, pukey heels. Um, I, I know I did that with Beefcake and Bagwell when they came in, but I think at one point I swapped Candido into that group as well. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, so the big, you know, kind of the big trade, you know, you, you said, hey, I don't have a lot of, a really big face. So I guess I, I, I want to follow up with another question after this. But um, so I said, Kevin, welcome you to the to the draft 
I'll trade you Magnum TA for anybody in your roster. So we swapped Magnum TA and B. Brian Blair. So obviously you're probably going to give Magnum TA a, a super push. Is he going to be aligned with anybody? See, I haven't really had time to think about that yet. I don't know if he's going to be aligned, but he's definitely going to be right up there with Sarge as my top face. Okay. So that was my next question. Was, are you going to use Sarge as a healer or face? But obviously yep. using him as a face. A real American hero, buddy. There you, there go. you go. There you go, Sarge and Magnum TA. They could be your new uh, version of America's team. Yeah. yeah. Now, they're, they're not a unit, but the New Age Outlaws. Mm-hmm. I've got them kind of... They're not, like I said, they're not a three-man unit, but they are helping Sarge against Mr. Fuji's, what I'm planning. Okay. When I, and Fuji it, was your other manager that you picked. Right. BG James, I looked up, was an actual platoon sergeant in the Marines. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was. Oh, yeah. So they are going to be the new age outlaws for me. But okay. when they, if they have six-man tags with Slaughter or whatever, they're going to be called the Cobra Corps. Nice. Well, you know, they just had that documentary about DX and showed him in rolling up in the tank on on Nitro in the yeah, camouflage. You can have him do the Greg Gagne treatment. Just don't do that half shirt bullshit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I like that's that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Well, when when they debuted him, I mean, when you know when he wasn't the dark secret down in Smoky Mountain, I mean, they talked about his his military background and all that too. So yeah, because he was in oh, Desert Storm, cool. right? Yeah, he was. Yeah. yeah, he was. Yeah, so that's 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 a really good connection that that that's good move and fuji's team is uh gorilla monsoon Ooh. and the powers of and the powers of pain very good got very some good. beef in that ring yeah you do so so gorilla monsoon is he going to be kind of feuding sergeant slaughter then yep usa versus manchuria <laughs> there you go <laughs> the cold uh, war that, is boiled that, over <laughs> the dreaded manchurian faction <laughs> All right. Well, how about a guy like uh, 80s favorite Hillbilly Jim? Hillbilly? He he is going to be starting out against Exotic Adrian Street. Oh, very good. Okay. Now, let, me ask you, let me ask you two guys this. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I got RVD heel, and the guy I'm going to try to put up against him, I don't know if he can hang with him, but I'm, I'm going to try to book him kind of like Sting is the Canadian Vampire. Vampiro. Mm-hmm. They'll make Pariah happy. <laughs> Can Vampiro hang with RVD? I don't know. I mean, RVD is pretty tough. Yeah. I know. He's and got we, a tough card. Yeah. I mean, give it a well, try. See what happens. You got, you got Vampiro signed up with anybody or no? No. Is he just on his own? Yep. I'm trying to think who. Uh... And then I got a real original name for a tag team so far. Okay. I bet you can guess who's in it. Raising Kane. I don't know. The Sandman. And ah. Justin Crep and Justin Crep. Ah, I was there like looking. Go. I'm like, who's related to Kane? K A N E. The other. Yeah. I'm like, uh, we don't have Paul Bearer. <laughs> I like that. That's now good. will be they be sponsored by Raising Kane, the chicken strip restaurant? Because you could uh, do a tie-in. They could come out the shirts. That I'm all about possibly. marketing. It's all about shirts. It's it all about the t-shirts, man. How you doing, Corey? Oh, how about you, Kevin? Good, buddy. Long time no see. Yeah. Well, we're just going through uh, Corey Corey Olson with the late run in here. We're just uh, going through Kevin's roster. We've got maybe about half of it done so far. I heard some interesting stuff. He's kind of going with a, a top heel is RVD uh, mm-hmm. with uh, Bill Alfonso and his top 
Another top heel group would be Gorilla Monsoon and the Powers of Pain Management, Mr. Fuji. Nice. And he just shared in the finals of his uh, national title tournament, um, which he'll be running big time wrestling out of out of Ohio. Yes. Uh, with Columbus, Pittsburgh, and Detroit being the top spots. Uh, Gorilla Monsoon beat uh, another heel, Killer Kowalski, in the finals nice. of his national title tournament. So you heard it here, here first, fans. The National Heavyweight Champions are recognized by big time wrestling is Gorilla Monsoon. Excellent. He said Killer Kowalski missed a turnbuckle charge and got pinned. I want to know if he probably struck it so hard it dislodged his toupee. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now there's a, there's a reason for a feud right there. Yes. Yeah. There you go. He flipped his wig. Yep. Literally. Mm-hmm. All right. So what what about guys like the I mean, you do have a lot, you have a pretty good hardcore division. And you know, you can all it's almost like you can make a house rule or something where it is just more a little more wild instead of how hardcore matches. But where's the guy like the terrible Turk fit in? Oh, that's what I told you. He's on my list of guys that don't have a home. Oh, don't yeah, yeah. Home. Sorry. Sorry. Fritz von Goring, Terrible Turk, Chris Candido, Brutus Beefcake, and Al Snow right now are kind of toiling in the wind. I'm yeah. Well, you could—I mean, you could do Turk and and um, and Von Goring is like you know foreign heels. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you could throw them in as Fuji's second tag team too. You know. Yeah. There you go. If the if the powers of pain win your tag team titles and they need gatekeepers. Um, and too yeah. cool is going to start out feuding with the Quebecers. Okay. Oh, nice. So yeah, too cool will be the face team. Yes. Okay. So got, yeah, I almost I almost took Brian here. Christopher. I almost took him with because I was considering him for the same spot that I picked Scotty Riggs. Oh sure, sure. Uh, as a partner for Tom Pritchard. So, but but yeah, he was one of those guys I almost took. Corey, so, in your USWA, who do you have Soul Train Jones, Virgil teaming with? St. Jones. Okay. Yep. Because I made a tag team of Tiger Conway Sr. and Soul Train Jones. Oh, oh nice. Cool. I, th- I thought about doing actually Tiger Jr. and uh, Soul Train at some point. Well, there you go. Yeah. I was wondering what you were going to do with Virgil. Yeah, I know. That makes sense, though. That's a, that, yeah. that's... Now, is he, and, and that'll be good for, for Tiger Sr. too, because Virgil can accompany him to ringside. He's got the distractor rating and all that stuff set up, that's too. That's true. That's a good right. point. In, in case you need it, I mean, in, in, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, a, uh, you having them as faces or heels? Oh, absolutely, faces. Yeah, but I mean, still, you got them in case there's a feud and you got something going on. Now you got a little extra firepower at ringside. Yep. Yeah. Now, for my tag team tournament, like mm-hmm. I said, I'm not going. I'm going to go into this slow, but you know, I got excited when you invited me to join. I thought, <laughs> so you've I'm done twelve to- cards. No, nope, I ain't. <laughs> He's I done with 2022. He wants 2023 <laughs> draft. I have no cards. I just ran my tournaments. Okay, cool. And I made eight tag teams. And I'm sure you guys have had this come out sometime in your GWF days or your LOW days. But I threw together a team at, at number eight, thinking, all right, number one's going to walk over them. The team I threw together at number eight went through and won my tournament. Oh, wow. <laughs> and it's a team they're managed they're the other part of the trio of uh bill alfonso's team they're uh it's a uh, old school it's steve carino and rob fenton 
Wow. Nice. I like Holy that. Cow. I was like, you know, I could see a lot of ringside plunder getting used in those yeah. mansions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. But you know, I got the powers of pain. I got the New Age Outlaws. I got the right. Beckers. And Steve Carino and Rod Fenton won my tag team title. Yeah. It you know what though? I like that and I love I love the name. That's that's super yes. cool, man. That is awesome, Kevin. But it's it, but that's the kind of cool thing though, is when when that kind of happens. It's kind of neat because they it goes over, you know, they go over all those established teams and it kind of creates your own little thing. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. So a couple guys I don't think we've talked about yet. Uh, a couple of teams. You have the Texas Hangman, then you all you have the super, super group of the BWO. I do. I love the BWO. Mm -hmm. They they are feuding with uh Bill Alfonso's team and vampiro and raising cane okay so they're kind of an independent they're kind of a neutral well they're, they're better the, than everybody else so they right. should be, they clearly they should be on their own exactly and the what BWO. are you doing with the, what are you doing with the hangman are they just kind of independent floating out there or? they're feuding with conway and jones oh, okay to start oh, out thanks. and they'll be good too i mean you know we were talking about how you don't really have a lot of undercard fodder out there but i mean you know some of these guys you know that that are more tag oriented uh the the quebecers and the, the hangmen i mean they'll they'll be you know they they can be weaker in in singles matches so right. you'll be able to get some use out of them in that and, role and as much I mean, as we love them you know the bwo they're probably not winning your national championship yeah no. yeah yeah not without some booking shenanigans right <laughs> right or, or a few snake eyes rolls here along the way yeah well and i don't know if you listen you listen to our draft show because I, I threw you a shout out last night but you know we said too you know those five guys that you haven't implemented yet that are kind of on the bench i mean i'm not going to use all of my roster at once all the guys kind of drifted in and out during the year so certainly you know if an injury or a, a feud or something you know if something presents itself that's certainly when you can bring those guys in mm -hmm. yeah i mean i'm doing the same thing i mean to start 2022 i mean i'm probably going to have a pretty lean roster because i'll have just cleaned house with all the guys that i had to get rid of for 2021 and then mm -hmm. i'm going to filter guys in during 2022 um but yeah you don't have to start using everybody so right. you know don't don't feel like that's that's a yep. requirement just kind of you know find find a group that's comfortable and and, and kick it off and see where it goes exactly mm -hmm. I've, yep. you see that was my one of my comp my com only comment in your last uh podcast was your draft was bizarre then, <laughs> in what way but then after i stopped and thought about it i thought you know what it probably really wasn't that bizarre if we all had the pool of wrestlers in front of us that you guys were choosing from because so many guys were already on your rosters Mm -hmm. I, I right. didn't know I didn't know exactly who was in the pool that you guys were picking from. And you guys, oh, it's getting slim. And it's like, I'll take Sam Houston. And I'm like, you're taking Sam Houston? I want <laughs> Sam Houston. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you know, that's the reason I think we we got some flack, you know, when we did the one, the, the last one that, you know, guys like Vader and Fez and people like that, but we're not competing against one another we're right. trying to draft a complete roster 
And like, if I'm picking, like when I, and last year's, I picked Jack Briscoe and Harley race one and two, and I want him, I want Jack to be my top baby face. And I want, I want Harley to be my top, my top heel. Yeah. So why am I drafting guys that would usurp that spot from them? That, that doesn't make any sense. That's right. Totally understandable. So, you know, you gotta, it's, it's a lot more difficult if you're trying to build a roster to, to beat somebody else in head to head matches, that's one thing. But if you're trying to build a, a credible roster to run storylines and, and build a realistic fed, it, it's, it's a completely different theory. But Danny Hodge is going to come in as one of my top three baby faces, but he's going to have a chip on his shoulder. He's going to be pissed at star spangled wrestling for cutting him. <laughs> he he's going to throw their light heavyweight championship in the trash can oh boy oh boy oh boy you're you're already getting heat from Stu. Oh, <laughs> it's okay so i'll probably if i'm gonna ha- i don't know if i will yet but if i have a secondary title to the national title i'll have the heartland championship that'll probably be danny hodge to start just because he was there the light heavyweight champion when he left his area sure yeah. sure but will that have a weight limit or it'll just be more of a, um, a mid card guy, anything? No, it won't have a weight limit. Cause I was thinking about the light heavyweight too. And I was looking at all the guys I got, I thought I might have a few, mm-hmm. but there's, there's only a few on my roster that John Peshik, uh See, what, what would you say? Adrian, Adrian Streetwood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Candido. Candido. 220 is that maybe, maybe just incredible yeah stevie yeah. nova Fenton. obviously mike jackson perennial junior heavyweight contender mm-hmm. there you go you know the other thing you could do because you do have kind of a mix of hardcore guys and some lightweights you could make it more like an x division title and just yeah. have it be no rules you know i, I always i always it's not about weight x- limits it's about yeah. no limits yeah i always thought the x division was was kind of a cool thing and when it got i always loved that slogan i really did I did too. I did too. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, Hillbilly Jim, he could be an X Division guy <laughs> given yep. the circumstances. <laughs> I thought about having him be Harley Davidson. I was but... going to say, make him yeah. Harley Davidson oh, again and awesome. bring him in. There yes. you go. That'll change things up pretty quick. From the... Yeah. I'm trying to look through. So, what uh-huh. about like the mass superstar? He's one of your longtime favorites. What are your plans for him? Yeah. I'm going to job him out because you guys trashed his car. Oh, <laughs> <Boo>. <laughs> oh my goodness. And the only one of the panel that agreed with me was Tim. Yeah, you know, there you go. No. You know what? I'll have to cross that bridge when I come to it because. Cross that bridge when it's hatched. Because yeah, I, like I, I love the mass superstar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But just you if you don't what? like the down don't like the down i don't like I, I don't like bob armstrong's plus one finish so i use it as a plus two so you know do what you got to do man so there you go order. but yeah i mean you know that it's not like you're changing the whole card if you're just you know bopping a a, a down off the guy so but right. yeah i mean i i think that uh and and he's he's gonna play a big part because i think i just posted that in my you know in july or whenever i'm posting now and uh uh, for South coast. I mean, uh, he he's, he's coming back. He's a former, cause I did like a fake three-year history for the fact. Right. I read it. And he was a former champ. So he's coming back to, to cause some damage here. So. 
but yeah, mm-hmm. I liked him and he's, he was, he's still my, and he's the longest reigning NWF champion ever because I haven't played in 10 years. Um, <laughs> but you know, uh, he's good. I mean, he's, yeah. the card is still, we're even with the, the, the down, I mean, it's still a good card. Yep. All right. But well, I mean, do, other... do you have a lot of plans for him yet or, or no? No, not yet. Cause okay. he's still in uh, down there in Mississippi somewhere. <laughs> he's down floating around in Alabama and <laughs> Pensacola and he's in the panhandle. He's in Dothan. Oh, Tim, dude, I love your Gator Alley title. Mm-hmm. I thought it was, I, you but, know, I was just, I, I don't even know how I came up with that. I was just floating around trying to figure out a name for it. And I figured out eh, what the hell. Dude, that is so unique and cool. That's just, I just completely stole that from Smoky Mountain, who probably stole it from tw- 20 other promoters that did a beat the champ title. So, yeah, I like it. It's unique, you know. But no, this is interesting. I mean, I think it's kind of cool that, and there were other big time, big time wrestlings too. I mean, it there was, was in San Francisco. One, I can sue you. San, Fr- San Francisco, Texas. I mean, there were other nope. big time wrestlings out there. Wasn't right. wasn't world class big time wrestling yeah. before it was world yeah. class yet? Yep. Yeah, because world class was just the name of the TV show. Right. Yeah. So there's other big time wrestlings around. So that that's a that's a, so, a, a well proven name. Is it too generic? No. no. Oh, I love it. No, that's good. That's it, they all uh, were all star wrestling. You know, I mean, they're all right. going through your roster, just trying to take a peek. But no, I think I, you know, you got a good mix of guys. I think with Magnum in there, I think that really does help out the the babyface side. If you're going to have Van Dam as a heel start to start, um, that might be who replaces Vampiro to feud with Rob Van Dam, hmm. and Vampiro just might be it. Because I just see him, what the way I'd book him is, I wouldn't have him in the rafters. But I would have him more as a sting type. Mm-hmm. Doesn't say anything. Just yeah, yeah. And he's another guy that can. Vampira is another guy that can fill up your hardcore stuff too. Right. Yeah. Because he got into a lot of that that stuff a little bit later in his career. All right. Well, we appreciate you being on here, Kevin. We uh, uh, appreciate you dealing with our technical difficulties. <laughs> Did you have any closing comments before we wind this part down? I just feel really honored that you asked me to join in with you, buddy. Well, you oh, know, yeah. we'll send you your, uh, there are, are, there are dues associated with being in the <laughs> WWE. So we'll send there's you a, a There's a booking fee. <laughs> yeah. yeah the I'll, Magnum TA trade. Yeah. There's still a booking fee associated that Chad didn't tell you about. And, no. I, We're and uh, I really like that shirt you had on at Galacticon, the black one. So I think I'm going to order a hoodie in that. Where do I get that, Tim? Well, you know, Tim? Kevin. Here's what you do. All you got to do is go to tkostore.com. That's T-E-E-K-O store.com. You got, you got a full selection of fine quality t-shirts, hoodies, sweatshirts of uncharted territory podcast merchandise. It's all there. Everything you could possibly want. The shirt Chad had on had your guys' names on it. Ralph, Chad. That was a Ramones inspired design. Yep. Yep. And yep, yep. I'm sure you'll be one of the first in line too when we watch our new series with the fabulous clam on it. <laughs> oh, is that going to get done? Are you guys damn make right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll make it happen. <laughs> you know, uh, the yeah, Matthew and Mike and Brock are making a power creeper. Oh, no. <laughs> you didn't hear that on there? Because that's no. all they, 
that's all they talk about on their podcast is the power creep mike especially yeah and i'm like dude there was no power creep after chaos it was a power spike with chaos and then so when we were on their youtube show mm -hmm. we started talking about it and then matthew said yep yeah, we're gonna make a power creeper and then we're mm -hmm. like the art's already almost done paul Barnes <laughs> is doing it oh nice can't wait it's already the cart statted nice. he is he is a power creeper trust me nice. yeah Awesome. I can't wait to hear the backstory of his like peak creeper through the trans evolver or how he gets so or does he find the alpha stone or what nice. does I'll, he find I'll the buy. beta stone? Yeah, I'll be patient. One that actually works. Let's just say the story doesn't paint Tarak as a nice guy. Oh, oh come on. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's, that's just favorites. unfair. Everybody else Dude, he kept Tarak. people in a zoo and brought <laughs> them out and brought them out to wrestle. Oh my god, Kevin Butcher joins PETA. There you go. Freaking tree hugger. <laughs> <laughs> but I really right. appreciate it, guys. Yeah. Well, oh, thank yeah. You, thank you, you for board, being Kevin. on. And we'll, uh, we appreciate you, you know, joining us for this. And uh, we'll get we'll try and catch up as podcast. soon as we can to yeah. kind of so you can get yeah. into the mix. So you can well, start you posting. And, you and Corey are posting regularly. I don't know what Chad's doing. I mean, I don't play. I just, you know, <laughs> pretty much story. I, did, I played one show last week, had a big title change. So I'll get that typed up. Woo. Yeah, I'll try to knock some more off this weekend, but I, also, I have to work on Pro Prime and another project I got assigned today. So I think people want that done too. I agree. Yeah. And I have to seed my lawn and I have to install my dishwasher. It's going to be a crazy Labor Day. I will truly be laboring over Labor Day. All right. Well, thank you, Kevin, for joining us, and we will talk to you soon. All right. Thank you very much, Kevin, uh, for spending time with us and jumping on Zoom here to talk to us about uh, your selections for your WWWA territory and officially welcome uh, to the territory. Uh, we received the list of his uh, his picks that he mentioned. And uh, any, any thoughts on any of these picks? Uh, why don't we go to Tim, first of all? I thought he's got a, you know, he's got a pretty decent lineup. I mean, when you, when you kind of look at it, I mean, there's some top guys in there that, that he can kind of, kind of get going with uh, Slaughter and, and Monsoon and Kowalski and Superstar and Van Dam, He's got a bunch of good tag teams. I mean, you know, you can't go wrong with the powers of pain. Um, you know, so he's, he's got uh, some different things going on. The, the one thing I liked too, was that he, he drafted the entire BWO, um, you know, because I, I, I just love those guys because now, you know what, there's some guys that, that understand merchandising oh. and by God, what we need we need this, the, like a three X half shirt uh, for uncharted territory podcast shirts that, that I mean, blue meaning by like five of those just off the bat. Huh. Uh, and, and, and how would he do that? You ask, is that how what you're he, asking? How, how would he do that? How would he do that? How, how would he, he would that? have to do is go to tkostore.com. That's T E E K O store.com where it contains all your, your latest and, and best uncharted territory merchandise there's t-shirts sweatshirts hoodies hoodlums uh, uh the hood of, of chad's car there, there's all kinds of stuff on there it's it's it's, it's 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 a there's a veritable plethora uh as well so uh there's two plethoras i think so you know get them get them now wait you're saying but, there's uh, a pair of plethoras I, th I think there are interesting so, so go to TKO store, get your uncharted territory podcast merch 
and uh, and enjoy Kevin with the BWO, and hopefully he'll have some uh, some good plans for them. All right, very good, very good analysis there, Tim. Uh, Chad, what are your thoughts on Kevin's selections? Well, the one thing that um, I don't know, if Stu, and uh, well, maybe none of you guys know this, but I thought I sent this in an email. Kevin was saying, hey, I don't have any really strong faces, so I don't know if that tips that he's going to have Sergeant Slaughter or just needed another face. And as we all know, just in general, Legends is kind of heel heavy because heels are the nicest guys. Um, so he's like, I, I need a strong face. And he'd asked about maybe using somebody who had a black and white card and a color indie card. We kind of poo-pooed that because that's, that's kind of our draft. But I offered to him, I said, how about you have Magnum TA? I'll give Magnum TA for anybody on your roster. I don't care who. So I have treated Magnum TA from Western States Wrestling for Brian Blair. So uh, now he has a strong face. He was very happy about that. So uh, I, I apologize if I didn't communicate to that to you guys, but that's on his on his draft list as well. And I've amended it on our draft order 2022 spreadsheet tab. If you look past our rounds, I, we have Kevin's roster over there and I have added Magnum TA. Excellent. Very good. But yeah, I mean, he, I think he's got, he's got like three vintage guys. He's got a lot of, you know, between Kowalski and Ox and, and just incredible and RVD. I mean, he's got a lot of kind of hardcore guys, you know, um, I mean, gosh, you got Danny Hodge. You can work those into the vintage guys. He, he's got a very unique uh, roster. And I think it'll be interesting to see what he does. And, you know, like Tim said, he's got, I mean, he's got the BWO. And he's They're got fantastic. some junior heavyweights on there too to feed the Hodge too, so that's right. that's mm -hmm. kind of nice. Yeah, and I also gave him the rights to I gave him uh, Alabama junior heavyweight champion Mike Jackson. Mm -hmm. So there you go. There's a ready-made feud as well. Awesome, very generous of you, Chad, to help out a fellow promoter. I give until it hurts sometimes. You do, you do, but it didn't hurt that bad. Good, that's good. Uh, Stu, what are your thoughts on uh, Kevin's territory? He's got a guy I was so tempted to take, but I a lot of times I will steer clear of more of the more modern guys. I don't really know why, but uh, Rob Van Dam was somebody I was seriously considering because uh, I have had a fair amount of fun with him and my own fed. And uh, that's a fun card. And I definitely think world championship material. Uh, he's got some, uh, some strong, you know, a lot more modern names than I would have taken, but that's fine. I mean, to each his own. And I think that's great. And I'm interested to see what he does with that by the same token. He does have some great classics in Kowalski and uh, Ox Baker. Ox Baker has always been kind of a favorite of mine. Uh, from mm -hmm. the, was he in our first set? I think he was, yep. wasn't he? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yes, he was. From the, from the word go, I liked old Ox. Uh, so I'm, I'm glad to see he's being utilized. And uh, Rod Fenton, who was uh, in Star Spangled Wrestling last year. So I'm glad to see his, his uh, particular talents are being utilized elsewhere. So, I mean, overall, it's an interesting mix, and I'll be very uh, intrigued to see where he goes with all of this. Yeah, absolutely, Stu. Great thoughts there. Um, and as, as the other guys kind of said, you know, it is, it's uh, as you just kind of look overall at Kevin's selections, he's got kind of a, a good blend, a little more to the modern side, but definitely, you know, some, some uh, names from the past as well. I'd say about a 60-40 with uh, leaning toward the modern. Uh, but it's really cool to, to see the, the names he selected. And I'm really interested to see how everybody kind of pairs up where they go as far as faces or heels, alliances, uh, the managers that he chose, Bill Alfonso and Mr. Fuji. I'm interested to see, you know, I, obviously I'm thinking Bill Alfonso with Rob Van Dam, but maybe not. We'll find, we'll find out what, uh, what Kevin has to, has to do and has to say. 
and uh, just kind of interested, interested to see uh, where people line up with those two managers. Well, Chad mentioned a, a trade that he did, or two trades really, with, uh, with Kevin. And uh, since our last episode, among the four of us, we've had one trade that has taken place. And I'm going to let Stu announce that trade. So Stu, go right ahead. Yes, uh, Corey and I, Great Lakes Wrestling and uh, Star Spangled Wrestling, arranged a trade for uh, Red Bastine, even up for Angelo Puffo. So Puffo going to Great Lakes, Red Bastine, who is another one that I wanted. Um, I wanted kind of a, another mid card to possibly, maybe, kind of, sort of upper mid card if the dice roll the right way. Uh, player uh, face and and my Fed and uh, looking forward to use, using using. Uh, utilizing Red's talents, and I hope that Corey is able to use Angelo's talents. I had Angelo last year. He's a lot of fun. Cool. Uh, yeah, and, you know, as promoters remember, I, I drafted both Randy Savage and Lanny Poffo, and I figured, well, you know, might as well make the offer to Stu to, to get the, the the father of the Poffos in there as well, and um, we'll see how they get introduced into Great Lakes. Again, we are uh, kind of introducing these new rosters in the game year of January 2022, as far as our storylines and everything line up uh, right now for me, uh, I'm in October of, of uh, 2021 and uh, catching up here uh, to uh, to start introducing uh, some of these new faces. You know, Corey, but yes, can, I mean, I, I think one of the things maybe just, you know, how are how are we feeling about our own drafts? Oh, that's a great question, Tim. Let's start with you. How do you feel, Tim? Well, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling a, a bit congested. Um, no, I, I, I like my roster. I was really happy with my roster. Um, you know, I've got to finish up 2021 right now. I think I'm posting in, uh, like the end of July, I think, or beginning of August. So, and I, I put something on the board today about kind of my plan to, uh, to get through the end of the year, do fewer shows and kind of rush some departures and arrivals and angles and things like that. So, um, to, to get where I need to be, there's a couple guys on that I picked. I'm still not quite sure how I'm going to use them, but I'm, I'm overall, I'm, I'm really happy with the roster. I was, I was considering maybe putting those guys up for trade, but then I said, well, you know, I, I wouldn't, I, I, if I got somebody back that I could use, I kind of need this, this guy that I got rid of to kind of fill another spot. And so I figured, you know what, let me just kind of see how things fall out and we'll, uh, we'll kind of go. So, um, but I liked it. I, I thought it was nice kind of building off the base, you know, like giving up half and, and keeping half. Um, um, cause everybody's draft strategy, I think is a little bit different, you know, and, um, I, I thought, it, I thought it worked for me, you know, having some guys to build on and then just picking new, new people up. Yeah. Very, very good points, Tim. Stu, how are you feeling about the, the latest uh, names to enter Star Spangled Wrestling? I'm really digging them. I like this roster better than I liked uh, my first roster. Uh, I've got my core group is still there. Uh, obviously, we kept uh, our core wrestlers. Sad to see a few of them go, but redrafted, redrafted a couple that I had let go. Uh, the, the stable feuds that I have, the feuds among the stables that I have set up, I think I can really... Uh, work from and, and have some fun utilizing that as a base for my storyline. So see if the dice cooperate, they very rarely do. Um, and I still have the one uh, big story that I, I haven't pulled the trigger on, but hopefully laid a little bit of foundation for 
last year. So uh, I don't know. I, I'm really excited about a couple of the picks and uh, looking forward to seeing how they perform uh, for Star Spangled Wrestling this year. Wonderful, Stu. Uh, Chad, how about your selections for Western States Wrestling? Oh, I'm just happy as a pig in mud about them. Um, you know, I, I get up and walk every morning. So the last few mornings, I've been thinking a lot about the draft and what I do with guys. And even some guys I drafted that I wasn't going sure to do with have had some, in my opinion, some good ideas with them. So I'm, I'm excited to, to bring them in. Um, I did run a show over the weekend, still in June. I'm going to probably do two shows a month and get caught up here pretty quick. I have a lot of them already booked out with just different spots to fill in, depending on what happens. Uh, did have a big title change, which I'll try to type that up and get that posted by the end of the weekend. And, you know, with it being Labor Day weekend at all, maybe I'll get a couple extra shows running and get caught up here to my fellow promoters because I know I'm the one who is most behind. But I would just rem remind my friends, don't get too far ahead of me either because we got to make sure everything fits within the universe and the multiverse and the verse, verse, verse. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, but no, I'm excited about it. And Stuart, you know that 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 trade's still out there if you need to borrow Tony Anthony for the beginning of 2022. It's all yours. I appreciate it. We are still, it's still under consideration, sir. I, I would like to throw out there that I would like to have a, uh, maybe a tag team tournament in May of 2022. And I would have enough room to invite all three of you and Mr. Butcher to submit a tag team to that. Oh, okay. Yes. Very well. Very uh, can official or a tag team of our own design, I'm assuming, or anybody in your league, I don't care who it is. From, okay. from our territories, right? Anybody from your territory. Okay, mm -hmm. sweet. Cool. cool. Excellent. I would be uh I would be up for that. Uh and as far as my uh latest picks for Great Lakes Championship Wrestling, um, you know, I'm I'm glad there were a couple of names that I had released back into the draft pool just because I needed to do that. That was the part of the rules for this year's draft. Uh, but I am glad that I, I was able to, to draft them back, such as King Kong Bundy, uh, the Pitbulls, um, Adrian Adonis. As since I've in the cards that I played since then, um, they've all kind of uh, you know bounced back, or I guess maybe uh, had a little bit of impact. So it's great to keep them around for a little bit longer in the in the storylines. And I'm excited uh, to bring in uh, some of the the new names that I drafted, like uh, Ken Shamrock and Mark Henry. Uh, Dirty Dutch Mantel, Wild Bull Curry, and just kind of see where where they go uh, within the Great Lakes. I've got a couple of new alliance ideas that I think I hinted at uh, last week. Um, I'm really thinking I, I took these guys in the same round, and at the time I wasn't thinking this, but as I looked at them, I'm like, oh, they might make a good tag team. Um, thinking of Too Cold Scorpio and D'Lo Brown, uh, maybe being a, a fun little tag team there. But yeah, so I'm, I'm very excited to uh, to eventually get these guys in to kind of wrap up the the first draft uh, roster and kind of work some guys out of the territory. I've already kind of worked one name out that uh, was was not redrafted, and uh, I'm be doing some other things to to sort of write people off or have them you know leave the territory in a, in a sense. And so we'll see we'll see how things play out. Of course, the dice could make some other decisions, but we'll see. All right. Well, with that, uh, I think we are at our shout outs for this week. So let's go around the Zoom room and give our shout outs. Tim. Well, you know, I, I just, uh, you know, being the grumpy old man, I just need to, I, I feel I need to complain about one thing uh, tonight. And that, and, and I'll complain about more later, but I mean, uh, just the one for the evening. So 
Uh, Only one seems very odd for you. <laughs> it does. It does. You know, I'm, I've had a slow day. Um, so as listeners know, I'm, I'm a bit of a Yankee fan and a, and a big baseball fan. And it really irritates the crap out of me that the Yankees basically formed their own television network to broadcast games. And they have an app where they can stream games, but yet they're now doing games exclusively on Peacock, Prime Video, and Apple TV, usually Prime Video. And my question is, you got a freaking network and you got a freaking app. Why are you making people subscribe to these other services to, to watch your damn games? And it's always seems like it's a key game when it comes up. Like now, I think I believe tonight's game and, and uh, as we're recording, they're out on the West Coast playing the Anaheim Angels. So I'm missing a game. I'm missing the chance to see Mike Trout and Shohei Otani. Um, you know, earlier in the season, there was a game against Houston where Justin Verlander pitched, who's been crushing everybody. Uh, you know, he's pitching like he's 25 years old. Uh, and, and that game was on prime video. I mean, it just annoys the crap out of me as, as somebody who's watching these games, you know, pretty religiously. And, uh, you know, now all of a sudden I'm not going to sign up for prime video to watch 10 Yankee games. Um, but it's just annoying. So that's my, my, my quick rant for the evening. Um, other than that, I just want to thank everyone for listening again. Uh, it's always a pleasure and, uh, we'll be back again with you next week. Thank you, Tim. And, uh, sorry to hear about all that frustration with, uh, with those darn Yankees. All right, Stu, shout outs for this week. Tim, I'm with you a little bit on that Peacock deal. Even the lowly Nats have gone to, uh, or had a couple games on Peacock and, who the hell wants to even watch the Nats? And I, I mean, I do. I want to watch the Nats, but I, I can't even find them because they're on the freaking Peacock. And I'm not going to go to Peacock to watch them. I don't care. We yes, know how bad We know how bad Peacock sucks for wrestling. How does it work for baseball? Does it like play it upside down or some bullshit? <laughs> oh, good question. Good question. It might. It might. But, uh, I, you know, I just, I want it on the network in which they established for the Nats, and I want the games there. Just show me the damn games. So I'm, I'm with you. I'm old, and that's that's the way I roll. Uh, I, I was really, I've really been interested in reading all about NWA '74, which was at the Chase, uh, which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, is that the original Chase? Or did they make another Chase? It can't be. Uh, anyway, it was at. Can it be? I'll, I'll search. Let me look. Okay, you search. Anyway, it was a two-day um, wrestling extravaganza, a lot of titles on the line. Um, I thought, you know, I, I've seen clips, and I saw some of the free stuff on YouTube. Uh, I think I'm going to get this eventually and watch this uh, because there were some pretty interesting matchups from the independent world. And um, I thought it was, you know, from what I've read, the reviews have been pretty favorable. I, I want the NWA to succeed. Obviously, it's not the NWA we all grew up with. But just from a legacy standpoint, I want to see it, you know, do okay. Um, I've lost Ring of Honor, and I want I want an independent to really get behind, and the NWA seems like a worthy candidate. So kudos to them for trying. Yes, Chad? Same hotel. Same hotel. Still the one. Yep. All right. The Chase gonna... Park Plaza Royal Sinesta St. Louis is a historic hotel and apartment complex located at 212 North Kings Highway Boulevard in the central west end of St. Louis, Missouri. It consists of two buildings, the Chase Hotel, built in 1922 by developer Chase Ullman, 
and the Art Deco style, not Greco-Roman, uh, Park Plaza Hotel built in 1929 into today housing condominiums. The complex also features a cinema and several restaurants and bars. Nice. Mm. All right. Well, they did use the original, which I think is even cooler. And I think plans are to host it there again next year. So I think that's a nice touch, too. And with that, I will say good night and work. Excellent. Thank you, Stu. Chad. All right. Thank you, Corey. Uh, thank you, Kevin, for being on. We're so excited to have you on here. And it's uh, good to have you uh, participating in the draft. And thank you again for reminding us uh, to uh, have another draft. Kind of like having another beer. It won't hurt you. Like Tim and I will be doing with Tommy Rich wildfire at the CAC in a few weeks. Have another draft, brother. All right. So thank you to Lee, J Irish 780, Troy, Victory Roll 84, Kevin T. Butcher, Vegas, Pariah, Nature Boy, Iowa Oaks. Glad to hear you were uh your car did not get all fucked up like friends there, Matt. Uh Bug Rom. And thank you, Bug Rob, for posting that ultra creepy video. I remember that song too, <laughs> but I forgot about the creepy video. That was uh, that was shocking. Um, and yeah, special thanks to Troy who put together this crazy ass index and and whipped that together today. We appreciate that, and uh, thank you, thank you, Troy, for your hard work. Special shout out to our, our super fan Raven. She told me at Galacticon she's a big fan of our show, so thank you, Raven. We appreciate you listening. And um, let me see, I thought I had one other item that's not a rant against piss poor drivers, which is just, oh, last Wednesday, or when was my birthday? Last Wednesday was my birthday. So in addition to the Sherry's Berries that we talked about ad nauseum last week, I got a few books. I got the Canadian heavyweight title, and I got a copy of the Mid-Atlantic heavyweight title, which I had given mine to my good friend, Stuart. So and got that autograph by Dick Bourne. I got the Mid-Atlantic Championship Wrestling 1976 yearbook by Dick Bourne and David Chappelle. I don't think it's the same one we might be thinking of. It's got a lot of cool clips and programs. Uh, a comedian? Yeah, I don't think it's him. I think Dick Bourne said at the CAC it's not the same Dave guy, Dave Chappelle right? was, a, was a Mid-Atlantic fan? No, it's a different guy. I said That's that. a very good book, by the way. Have you read, the, have you read okay, 75 as sure. well? No. Okay, well, I'm assuming the same thing as you're Um, and then I got some of these super cool the mini binder things to put my charts in and my handbooks. I asked my wife and kids for some of those, and then I got a thing of the uh, you know, the, the what do you call it? the binder things that Corey store our cards in too. I got some of those, so I'm trying to think what did I get anything else? Okay, I think that's it. It was a fine birthday, so thank you everyone for your. Your birthday wishes, and we're starting the march, the march towards 50. Right now, Troy and I are in super secret, not Troy Peterson, not Troy Xavier. Next year, we both turn 50 about a uh, a month apart. So we're making plans for a 100th birthday celebration next summer. Boys, you'll all be invited. We'll get it on your calendar soon. That's all I got. Everybody have a great uh, week. Thank you for listening. We're marching to 100 episodes as well. We're going to have some special super stuff planned for that. Stu, I'll give you a chance. Don't interrupt me. I'm on a roll like hot butter. Make sure you come to Platform, Des Moines, Iowa, September 17th for our next uh, 
uh, what, whatever the fuck the show is called. IPW. Late night, late night uh, fights. Late night fights. That would be a great idea. Somebody should use that for their thing. Thank you for Priya for playing the shit out of the IPW guys. It's awesome. Everybody be excellent to each other and stay safe. Very good. Very well said, Chad. Stu. Uh, when Chad uh, talked about the charts, it just reminded me if we haven't said anything else, else about it, whoever made those condensed charts, mm. oh, that's yeah. pretty, pretty darn cool. That's, yeah. uh, and I think that, I don't know, I, th I thought that idea had been banded about before, but I can't remember if anybody actually did it. But that is a very nice touch and a nice addition to the game. Absolutely. I had made ones that weren't descriptive that just said, if you roll seven and you're an A, you know, opponent on offense or you're on offense. But I like his, I like his too. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Thank you. Great, great uh, comment there, Stu. Well, I want to give uh, some attention here to our fellow Phil Singer Games content providers. Uh, of course, Sam, Mike, and Todd over at Roll Up, the official podcast of Phil Singer Games. As uh, we're recording this episode, I believe they dropped their latest episode uh, going over the uh, old, old time wrestling sets. Uh, Grant Pachoco at the Solo Promoter YouTube channel, Steve Tower at After Further Review, Dave Little at Heartland Championship Wrestling, Lee Longpree in the Dizzy Dice Podcast, Brock Atkinson at Brockster Builds, as well as Brock and Mike's Phil Singer Games Character Spotlight, which recently featured two of our panelists, Tim and Stu, talking about uh, the history of the NWA. So you can, uh, you can check that out as well. And I also want to give attention to a country that has joined our listening audience and this country is very special to me. And I think Chad might, it might, might hold a little special place in Chad's heart. And that is the Dominican Republic. Yay! Yes. Jack Benito is Jack listening Benito. to our podcast. Is he still alive? No, he died. Oh, shit. Well, I ain't him, man. Sammy Sosa. Sammy Sosa. Could be Sammy Sosa. Could be Sammy Ortiz. Sosa. It's our cab driver, Pepe, yes. who I gave yes. the Iowa State shirt to. Yes, yes. He's my man. Yes, he was a great man. Great man. Yes. So, muchas gracias a todos los dominicanos que escuchen este programa. Gracias. Uh, but yes, what if you are, hell? if you are, Show if on. you are, yeah. I, 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 Anchor didn't tell me on this one. I'd like to know where in the Dominican Republic you are listening, which part of the island is it Santiago, is it Santo Domingo? But, uh, but please let us Punta know. Ponte. Wait, it's could, probably could Dick and Desher on vacation. I mean, oh, you know, that's always a possibility. No, he's a school teacher. Isn't he oh, good point. Yeah, yeah good he point. started now. Yes, yes. And also congratulations that now that you mentioned it, Matt's um, uh, tennis team did very well this past weekend I saw on Facebook. So congratulations to to his tennis players. Table or full court? Oh. <laughs> or Pong. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness well with that promoters i want to thank you very much uh, for clicking listening and downloading and we will talk to you again very soon hey promoters it's Corey again and we would love to hear from you please send us your questions topic suggestions or any other comments and we might include your audio in a future episode of Uncharted Territory. There's two ways you can do it. You can go to tinyurl.com backslash U-N-C-T-E-R. Again, tinyurl.com backslash U-N-C-T-E-R. You can click the message button and record up to a one-minute message, and we can include that in a future episode. Or you can email us either audio or a written question at our email address, utpodcast2020 at gmail.com. Again, utpodcast2020 
at gmail.com. Want to show your friends that you listen to Uncharted Territory? Well, head on over to our store at tkostore.com slash collection slash uncharted hyphen territory. You can choose from a shirt or hoodie with Travis Heckle's great podcast cover artwork or a shirt with a design inspired by one of our favorite bands. While there, check out the other great merchandise at TKO, including shirts of several of the top MMA fighters, including Bigfoot Silva, Tim Sylvia, Ensign Inouye, and more. Need a shirt made for your event or organization? Contact TKO, run by Filsinger Games promoter Justin Bulka, aka Pike Mojo, to place your order. Again, that's TKOstore.com. T E E K O Store.com. Gilbert, Iowa has Chad Olson and Seller Deller. So, shit. <laughs> 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 <laughs>